Hello, everyone. Welcome back. In today's episode, I'll be touching on flow. This concept is going to allow you to become successful, peaceful, and powerful to actually have all three of those at once rather than you know that differentiation between being rich and wealthy. You can become wealthy through understanding how to flow. What is the difference between someone who creates a truly successful life versus someone who struggles? And the main way to sum this up is flow. When we create this atmosphere, in other words, we optimize our lifestyle, our habits, everything that we do to raise the chances that we flow. It, th this is like the idea of probabilistic thinking. We do not just simply flow by wanting to flow. We have to be strategic in designing um, just about every detail of our life to create the atmosphere, the environment, which is going to build you into the focused person. Emphasis on that word focus. See, when you're unfocused, you get trapped by overthinking. And when we are not aware that we're overthinking, we, we can't improve anything that we're not at least observant could be improved. So this is cracked through our habits, through what we do each day in terms of our, our and is, no, is our lifestyle leading us to become more observant? Or is it leading us down the drain, which creates a foggy mind and therefore doesn't even notice overthinking? See, internally, deep down, it's like we have a split most of the time. It's like, should I do this or should I do that? And the, the trouble is that more often than not, you know what to do, but the overthinking aspect of the mind can easily convince you that what feels right isn't right. And there are many different reasons for that occurring. But two ideas would be the conformist and the concept of indoctrination. See, it's troublesome, but everything, like Jim Rohn says, we are the sum of our five friends or what we consume the most of. And therefore, if we are not detailed in what we allow into the body and the mind, then we fall off this track. And then if flow is near impossible, if we are not intentional with what we are consuming, both mentally and physically. This is a good line. If we can learn how to direct our feelings through the vehicle of the mind, then we essentially can navigate any storm that we experience in life. What does that mean? Essentially, um, you ever play a video game, if you get the cheat codes, you unlock the whole thing, it's not fun. Therefore, life's adversities, challenges, you know, in the moment, of course, it's like, why me? But if you dig deeper, if you zoom out a bit, you realize, eh, you know, we need these challenges else eh, it's just boring. And see, people can stumble and say, oh, life is boring. But you know what that means? It is telling a story about themselves. 
If anyone can say that life is boring, it's coming from them being way too comfortable. And I mean, I'll get back into this idea of regulating emotions. See, why do people sit in their comfort zone? It's because that fear, fear of doing something new. And the tricky aspect of this, again, life is a game because when you're scared of something, I understand fear. I, I, we feel, we all feel this, but the tricky aspect is once you push into fear, you actually say, eh, I accept that I'm scared, but I'm going to be courageous and go into fear. It's helpful to know that on the other side of fear is it's what you need. Like when you push through that, it is significantly challenging and that's why it's worthwhile. Just like in the video game, if you have all the cheat codes, inevitably you get bored. But when it is that perfect mixture of not easy nor nor too hard, then you can fall into the whole concept of what this is about, the state of flow. See, who, whoever designed the thing knew what they were doing with um, the whole universe. For example, I'll go into think about your body and how many different organs, how many systems are working inside. And then think about the power of the sun. Like no matter who it is, a good man or a bad man, um, a deadly poisonous animal or, you know, a rabbit, all animals get their energy from the sun. So What's interesting about this is that although the sun is powerful in a, in a manner which we need the sun, it can also be destructive, you know? So what I'm getting at here is too easy is destructive and too hard is destructive in the video game or in terms of the sun. So looking from these broader perspectives, I feel as if it is very helpful because, okay, I live where I live. Other humans live elsewhere. That being said, it doesn't mean that we can't come to common ground and have um, a conversation enlightening ourselves on certain experiences and learning from each other. The trouble is in something that is the opposite of flow is friction. Where does friction come from? It's sourced in you being too zoomed in and when we can zoom out and understand hmm well the details might differ but the underlying themes the foundation the structure can actually draw some comparisons if we're not so tunnel visioned and i think this is very powerful in terms of emotion especially because well the nuance is different but each human feels similar things. Of course, what causes us on a, like, I'm Justin, you're <clears throat> whatever, what, <clears throat> what causes these differences in um, experiences, it doesn't have to trump the truth behind the the structure, the understanding that we can come to terms with. Like, Mm, it's just important for us to see that no matter who you are, where you're from, 
color of skin, circumstance, um, childhood, specific traumas, all of this can be united in a manner where I can learn from you and you can learn from me as long as our deeper understandings are aiming in the right direction. To increase one's ability to reach the state is to subtract all that weakens you and practice all that strengthens you. The state is flow. And this, what prevents us from doing this? Because what I said is not complicated, not one bit. But the thing is, we have defense mechanisms, primarily this idea of denial. So how can we identify denial? It is very tightly linked to friction. And what does friction feel like? For example, if you hear someone say something and then you you feel this tension, you might be holding your breath, your stomach might be clenched, you can use these physical sensations to identify cognitive um, biases. And when we are observant enough of our emotions and our physical sensations, this can lead us to <clears throat> this, this healthy pathway of realizing, oh, I might be biased here. I might have denial here. And therefore, by simply noticing it, we're moving in the right direction. See, like that's the first step. And then after you notice something, only then can you start to begin questioning yourself and say like, hmm, well, when they said this, I, I started to feel this certain way. So does that mean that I have this bias toward blank? And see, the quality of your questions is going to directly correlate to the quality of your future and of your moment to moment experience. And see, it's this balance between not overthinking, but also asking yourself the right sort of high level reflective questions. See, taking time to look back on your behavior, to try and unravel what causes you to feel the way you do and why are you acting the way you do. Um, for, here's a mini example from recently. I had this this question, do I sleep in or do I not, essentially? And I don't need to give you context, but I don't sleep in. I, I wake up early because that's what makes me feel good. So this links to what I'm getting at is the answer was, well, have I regretted sleeping in before? Yes. Have I ever regretted going to the gym before? No. So <laughs> that right there answered my question. You see, um, I, if I were to just ask um, a more shallow question, like, I don't know, but leading me, leading me to a conclusion, which would be more likely to, to be sleeping in. Um, but rather I had to ask that both ends, have I ever regretted going to the gym? That's a good question. If you can ask the things that propose you doing healthy actions and then sort of figure out a way to delete that which weakens you, you're moving the right direction. And well, how do we even identify what's weakening us? Um, if we're not observant, like what are the beginner steps to 
raising that observation ability and just beginning to catch yourself, whether it's a physical or a mental habit. I feel it, it starts with not being distracted constantly. And so what is distraction? It could be the phone. It could be your friends. Um, you kind of get the theme there. It's in the opposite of distraction is being physically alone. That being said, even when you're physically alone, you could fall into a fantasy of overthinking. And then the thing is there, you are much more likely to notice you have fallen into the trap of overthinking when you are physically alone rather than when you're with other people or on your phone. See, of course, you can be on your phone when you're physically alone. So my point is, when you're physically alone, we need certain habits, like simply to sit on a hammock outside, or to do some breath work, to read a book. When you're doing a habit that requires full focused attention, that's when you are going to be much more likely to catch the overthinking. And therefore, really the opposite of overthinking, the opposite of flow is overthinking. So if you want to flow to become peaceful, successful, powerful, and free, we have to learn to catch ourselves in the act of overthinking sooner than later. So you do this through the habit creation, the focused habits, while deleting that which distracts and numbs and fogs your mind. And let's say that you're doing something where you are around a lot of people and you're, you're driving. You're not in a space where you can read or do a single focused habit. Some healthy, simple practices to regather your attention, to move back into the state of flow and get away from overthinking. If you just push your fingers together at the right pressure where you can feel the ridges between your fingers, that can help you get back to this state or the feeling of pressing your toes into the ground, your shoes focusing attention on that sensation again, or you could focus on your breath. Um, a healthy tip for doing this would be not to be looking up at everything that is coming into your, your visual range, but rather just looking down and aiming to minimize what is coming into your vision and that allows you to tap in more to your other senses. For example, you know how bats are blind and therefore their hearing is amazing. And same thing goes with um, people who don't have one of these sensations. If a human is deaf, then their vision is enhanced and vice versa with being blind just like the bat. So just understanding these little nuances that can allow us to stop overthinking and to flow more, the, the tactics, they add up throughout time. So the thing with flow is it's not like some easy life, get rich quick scheme. It's rather, this is one of the more powerful ways I can explain it. That which used to trigger me for days, hours, weeks. Now it triggers me for minutes, maybe one hour if it's something very emotionally charging. But the point is, I do not get, and you do not need to get trapped by 
uncomfortable situations and emotions. Rather, we have the observation through the habits in the lifestyle that allows us to say, ah, that's funny, rather than being so dramatic about it, but to just have a more humorous angle. Oh, <laughs> like that, that made me tense. And now I can actually look at myself, feel the tension and kind of giggle, laugh at myself. Like I used to actually let that ruin my day sort of thing. And now it's not, uh, well, that was annoying. And the thing is, can you control it or can you not? See, that is the question really. And if you can control it, okay, figure out a way to improve it. But if you can't control it, then there's no need to worry and stress and to get dramatic over a circumstance which is out of your regu regulative power. And I, I like the word regulate better than control, just as if wealthy is different than rich. There's these nuances in language that if you are observant, you'll realize, ah, there is a certain connotation dragged along with specific words. And therefore, the more intentional we are with our language, that correlates to the, the increase in the likelihood of flowing throughout your days. So if you desire to flow more, it's crafted through so many different areas. But right here, I'm just giving you the foundational understanding because there are so many nuances that I can't even begin to, to express. Like there are certain things and feelings, emotions that are so powerful. There, there are these moments that it's like, I just words cannot describe what I just felt. One core benefit or realization of flowing more frequently is your decision-making process gets much simpler. And it's as if, okay, you used to think about making a decision, stress, pros and cons. Doing that um, cost-benefit ratio analysis is still healthy, but there are certain decisions which will become automatic for you. And then you can do your cost benefit analysis for the big decisions. What I'm speaking on here is the trivial everyday choices that you used to take one, two, five, ten minutes pondering. If you optimize your 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 habits and your lifestyle for flow, those trivial decisions become bing, bing, bing. And we need systems and structures, of course, but this, this all links so tightly together. And it's a beautiful thing when you become a better decision maker, because here is how energy works that one to two, five or 10 minutes that you're pondering, you are squandering just priceless amounts of energy. And uh, see, it's funny. When you're young, what do you do? You trade your time for money. And then when you're old, you trade your money to get healthier and to have more time. So the, the trick is, if you learn how to flow, you can sort of balance your life in a way where you maintain your health, you have a, a good relationship with your time management, and then you do become wealthy. It's just in a balance rather than doing the average route, which just totally overvalues money and then skips out on the things that you can't really get back, which is your health or your time.
So flowing mindset understands this because it's big picture thinking, it's intuitively guided, and therefore it doesn't get trapped in the false illusion of rich, rich living. See, for example, we know this, we have seen this. There are many celebrities who you see them on the screen, they look glamorous, they have the clothes, cars, etc. But then why are they using substances which numb the their mind, which lower their observation ability? Eh, <laughs> that's the trick. It's because their mind did not go with their finances. So the beautiful thing about becoming a flowing being is, oh, you can create wealth and have it in the right balance where your relationships are wonderful, your health is wonderful, and you're financially free. And then, only then do you understand what life is about. Because when you're balanced, you have this ability to live in the present moment. You're not thinking about the past or the future, but see, there are certain things which cannot be expressed. Like when you're in that present moment, that flow state, it's not easy to, to put it into words, but the simplest way I could explain it is to list off some of the activities, which I'm sure you may have fallen into flow while doing. For me, I didn't know what flow was, but when I played sports as a kid, I stopped thinking. I was just doing and being. Like it was as if three hours would go by in, I don't know, it felt like a short period of time. But you've ever been in a classroom where you're just staring at the clock, you're very uninterested. You have friction, you're the opposite of flow in that state of mind. And therefore, Time is illusory. What do I mean? Because three hours in a boring classroom can feel like 300 hours, but then three hours on your, your sports team doing your thing, feeling just peaceful, you're, you're not thinking at all. Three hours goes by like that. So this is the tricky aspect of reality. It, it's based on our state of mind. And if we can create um, our lifestyle that optimizes for this state of mind, then it's like, oh, wow, you're almost speechless. If you enjoy how I articulate this and just the depth of the concepts, I am looking to build out some paid low ticket content. And I would love to hear what specific topics that I could craft up for you in that low ticket educational zone. So one area that I'm thinking would be beneficial because it's changed my life is how to overcome forms of stress and create a powerfully calm and peaceful life. If that sounds good to you, or if you have any other ideas, just shoot me a DM on Twitter at Justin Agliscus, and I'll put the Twitter link in the description. There are certain ways of viewing yourself which will destroy the likelihood that you get into the flow state. And one way is being in a victim mindset, um, acting as if life happens to you, that you, you can't get a break, life is hard, it's unfair, this person did this to me. See, it's not that you're, you shouldn't ever have those thoughts. The magic is in catching yourself 
in that moment, realizing, wait, thinking like this is not going to help me. It just doesn't help. So why think like that? If it doesn't benefit you, what's the point? And then there's the survival mode of being, which is, uh, I think it's further than the victim, but I'm not necessarily going to say anything is better than another. But the survival mode is just pure workaholic hyperachiever, not understanding how to respect oneself and to enjoy not working. And the thing that happens with the hyperachiever is they don't even enjoy working. They do it just to simply distract themselves from thinking. And hey, that's better. I'm not better, but is that more significant than doing absolutely nothing? I don't know. That's a choice that you make. But I came from this hyperachiever mode and the trick, again, same thing with the video game. If you had all the cheat codes, it's no longer fun. When you come from this hyperachiever mode, it, you actually work so much that your productivity goes down the drain. Um, you, you overwork yourself to the point where just your quality of thought, your focus is diminished. <clears throat> and the trick is that when you know how to balance your health, your wealth, and those the, the theme of balance in general, this leads you down the road of understanding, ah, I can actually get higher quality work done by doing less hours. So therefore, you free up time to enjoy your life, to play, to go to the beach, to enjoy life. And then you're working and you're putting out more efficient products while doing less hours so like that's the game that is the trick the yin yang that concept it's if it, it's almost so paradoxical that it's unbelievable like if you're too nice to people then everyone might be nice to you in person but then they take advantage of you that's the opposite of nice they're playing you like a fiddle and if you are balanced and being kind yet respectable by holding your ground and not being a people pleaser, then, oh, you actually get respected by not being overly nice. So <laughs> like you can't make this stuff up. It's just human psychology. And it's interesting how the game works. Um, a lady doesn't want a man who is like so manly that he has no emotions that he can't play the game with her and be a good partner but a lady doesn't want a feminine man either who is just purely feminine so you have to learn how to strike that balance between the yin and the yang and that's something that like i could talk about here but it's the most powerful realizations you will ever have are going to be through your direct experience. And therefore, I choose to speak on the concepts, the habits, the structural lifestyle approaches, which allow you to increase the likelihood that you do stumble upon these deep and powerful momentary direct experiences. And if you truly enjoyed this, if you made it here, then help me out with a like. But more importantly, what I would ask you is if you want loose guidance, if you're sincere about self-investment and you're looking to eh, get leveled up 
quicker than than doing everything on your own. See, I've had many mentors and I've invested many thousands. Therefore, that's how I am, who I am, and I will continue. Long story short, I have an offer for you and it's not for everyone. I am only taking on like less than five people because my my intent is quality over quantity. So it's a high ticket offer, but if this interests you, if you enjoyed, and if you want to become powerful, free, confident, peaceful, everything of that nature, shoot me a DM on Twitter. We can talk and we can see if we're potentially able to team up. But lastly, just share this with a friend, tell them what you enjoyed about it specifically, like what they're going to get from taking the time to watch it. And until next time, I'm so grateful for you and just I appreciate you deeply.